like I said before, it's been a fortnight. We done some cooking. We done got ourselves a new president. We did a better help commercial before we recorded this. We got a lot to talk about today. I don't even know if Adam prepared for all this. The corn pone I'm going to throw his way. It's Joba Tant, Adam Burns. We're throwing down! Today is uh, Wednesday, January 27th, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of Throwing Down with my good buddy, Adam Burns, co-founder of Pride 48. Do you ever think, Yeah. do you ever smell something and think, do I stink? The past week or so, I keep getting a whiff of something, and I think, do I... Do I smell? I put deodorant on my underarms, but I keep getting this whiff of sun, and I don't know what it is. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what if I stink? Believe it or not, that's I, Adam Burns live here on the show. That's not a clip from his award winning <laughs> show, The Geeky Gay. Oh no, just Geeky Gay, which I, Adam, admit this. Did, did I, what did I, I called you last week, and what did I say? You said it was your favorite all time podcast ever. Mm hmm. And that you would pay millions of dollars to listen to it. Yeah. And uh, and you said it was because I was, uh, what what you use, um, ape shit crazy or something? I don't, bat shit crazy? I don't, I don't know the exact terminology that you used. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Well, we're going to find out just, we're going to find out just how crazy you so, are today. Now, Adam Burns, uh, I have a question for you. How have you been the past two weeks? I've been good. I started Weight Watchers. Oh, I know. And people have been and, uh, uh, messaging you about that in there in the chat room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been going fine. It's mm-hmm. just getting back on the, on the, in the saddle. Yeah, back in the saddle. It's just, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get, but I did, you know, breaking news, everyone. Oh, well, what do you mean? I you didn't. Mean... Adam Burns has breaking news. Adam Burns, go ahead and tell us what your breaking news is. I did not report this on any other podcast. This is a throwing down until I do mention it on another podcast. Mm -hmm, Sure. Uh, I have lost 2.4 pounds. Oh, my God. Now, already, I will say I did not pull this clip, but you did say that if you weighed yourself, you would break down into tears. And I know you did not weigh yourself the first day, right? You wanted to give yourself and (laughs) first week. (laughs) Yeah. And then you did. And then you did weigh yourself and you were like. Oh my God, this is the fattest I have ever been in my yes. entire life. And I'm so upset. Did you cry though? Did you weep? No, I didn't. I didn't. I had, I'd been mentally preparing myself because as I've said, I avoid, I don't like knowledge to be, I don't like right. to know things. Ignorance is bliss. Okay. Wait, what's the but time you kinda, here? So I can pull this clip here. You just said that. Okay, you have to, you. what? Nothing. Go ahead. Well, when I say knowledge, I don't like to know things that could possibly be negative. Or I could, for instance, going to the doctor, they could tell you you have cancer and you're dying in three days. I don't need all that bullshit. And then also, you know, weighing, if I don't need to know that, like people call you on the phone and want to give you bad news. Don't tell me. I don't want to, I don't want any bad news. So I just, I would rather just be ignorant and blissful. But I knew I needed to lose weight because none of my clothes fit me. 
Mm-hmm. And so I had to weigh myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had well, to. Well, Adam Burns, I am so, I'm happy as a cat in a hot tin roof uh, thunderstorm. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I don't I'm just saying words now, but um, yeah. I love doing this show with you and people have written to me how much they love this show. They love this show. And I've noticed that you've started uh, calling your other shows throwing down on geeky gay. <laughs> yeah. I th- well, maybe once. I think I've done that once, right? I, yeah, it was I said twice in one episode. On yeah. Tw- you're right. Why do oh, I keep, you- why do I keep saying it? Wait, so wait, are you are you keeping account? Do you have a tally somewhere, like a chalkboard over there? And Adam, every time I say, Adam, what a great introduction to our newest segment called The Week in Geek. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay. So uh what's wrong, Adam? Did I sing on a on a you I don't remember what I say. I, I don't remember what I did. Okay. All right. You're now clipping. You're clipping the show. Great. The well, it's our new segment, the Week okay. in Geek. Ba da 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 da. Okay. So, I want to play. Now, I I want you to know. I've had thoughts of doing something like this for a long time, but I actually a lot of it happened when I was on the hiatus. So I should have kept note of what day that was. Because there was one, I know there's one in particular I want to pull maybe for the next episode. But um, that was during the hiatus. But there was one that was recently, it was since we've spoken last, right? And okay. now I, you know, I am, as you know, an, a faithful listener of your show, long time listener, I, you know? I know. And uh, I know that a few months ago, you got a call, okay? about your uh, you got a call that was like the person was calling a, a murder tip line it was like a month or two ago correct yeah yeah, yeah. and that was whatever we just listened ha 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 but then recently uh-huh. you were like i don't know what these calls are i saw the transcript <laughs> let's just let, let's, let's 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 work through this tape here so okay. we got a couple of voicemails and i've already read the transcripts and i'm i'm going to play them now, by the way, I've already analyzed this this audio on two other shows, but now I have the original. Now, all future geeky uh, geeky gay clips will be only exclusive here to throwing down. All right, here we go. Okay, but I'm not really sure. Yeah. I'm not really sure again if these are, and maybe after I hear the voice of the person, maybe I'll know. But I don't know if these are real or if they're fake. So, okay, I know. I like. Do, do you are you really unsure whether they're real or they're fake? Yeah, I am because because the there is it just so happens that my voicemail number for Geeky Gay was at one time the a phone number for this particular a documentary that was being created for this murder. Okay. Well, you were going to hear and about so, it. The Melissa, the yeah. Missy Witt, the Melissa Missy Witt, Missy Witt murder case. All right, here we go. Yeah. So let's go ahead and listen to these and then, then we'll try to figure it out. All right, here we go. I was just hoping to talk to somebody today about the Melissa Witt case. I First of all, I can read that this woman does not sound like she's faking. No, and she has an uh, she has a southern accent, and the phone number came in from an Arkansas number. Oh, okay. So the Missy so, Witt is, is an Arkansas. Yeah, Fort Smith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if what I have is of any help, but 
just too many too many things just are so the same and anyway if you could please call me four seven nine three Nine five seven. Thank oh, you. Okay, now you didn't bleep her number, but but then you landed up bleeping it in the post. But yeah, why don't you call her back? What what is that? Why don't you call her? No, back? I'm not gonna because I that would be such an awkward conversation. You know me. Mm-hmm. I I'm no no no. I'm an introverted person. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna call some stranger out of the blue. Like it's like some morning zoo thing that you do. Well, hello. Um, Whatever, yeah, I hear you're calling for Missy Witt. Well, you're you know on what? the air now. You know what? I should, not, you know, I'm not gonna... I should have pulled this clip. I should have pulled this clip. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't pull this clip. We'll come back to this. I forgot to talk about this. I can talk into a microphone to myself or you, you're my friend or whatever, yeah. but I'm not just gonna call some stranger. The other day, I forgot to, I forgot to, I should have pulled this for today because everyone's heard this audio already, right? Yeah. I forgot. I should have pulled this audio, other audio. Guys, listen to this. The other day, I was listening to this geeky, this geeky gay is such a I've, fascinating show. He, I say the most mundane shit. No, 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 no. Listen I to don't this. understand. Like, it is mundane. It's like, I ate a baked potato last night How, and th- watched Wheel of Fortune. I record, you know? I record a similar show for Afterthought called This Joe Batance. Okay. I have never had someone call me and report a murder. <laughs> okay. Well, that's true. That, yeah. that was weird. Okay. But look, get this, everybody. See, you don't know why you're interesting. This is why you're interesting. So the other day, Adam does a show where he's like, you know, I'm a people pleaser, but there's no one that I like to please more than my mom. Now, yeah. yes, she knows I'm gay. Yes. She knows there's a video of me fucking a watermelon on the internet and my boyfriend at the time blowing me on the video, right? I She knows all this. She knows all this, but I don't know why it is. I can't tell her that I was in a gay choir. <laughs> well, that's okay. I didn't say all of that. You're You're kind of you're kind of uh, extemporaneously adding stuff that you know about me. I didn't say all of that, but yes, you're absolutely right. It's a silly thing. She knows you're gay. Yeah. She knows Mark is your boyfriend. Yeah, she does. She, she calls knows, him son. She goes, she knows you guys live together. Yes. Yeah. Did a listener, an unknown listener, email your parents, your stepdad and your mom, a video or link to your videos. By the way, someone said uh, that those videos are down. Did you take them down? No, it's a well. No, I don't know. I haven't looked. It depends on what you're talking about. What they sent the link to was my profile. Oh, on Flirt for Free. Oh, okay. Right. And that's down now because after you're inactive for a certain amount of time, they get rid of the profile because oh. you're not active anymore. Okay. All right. So I don't know about the XTube videos. There are yeah. XTube, but no. Oh, I hope somebody sent them XTube video links. But oh, so they sent your they sent your stepdad and your mom the flirt for free profile. Yeah, the profile, and I think it was just pictures. But okay. I mean, there was one of me bent over with a whole picture of my hole. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, they Which they is, did by the way, see some business. The new cover art for our show. I don't know if you know this, but oh, uh, yeah. no, I I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Okay, but then, but the biggest thing you were afraid to tell your mom, and, and like some background is your mom is a retired music teacher, correct? 
choral director. Yeah, choral dir- mm-hmm. she, she, she's experienced in choirs, and yes. you were afraid to tell her that you were in a gay choir when you were in like in one of the premier gay choirs. Correct? Yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah, one of the top ones in the U.S. for sure. Yeah, and you were afraid to tell her. And it was a big, it was a big part of my life as well because we performed at, you know, we performed in the Meyerson Symphony Center, which is one of the biggest, the largest, you know, the actual symphony center in Dallas. Mm -hmm. We had all these performances every year. We traveled to Montreal. We traveled to LA. We did all these things. We recorded CD or albums Uh that I was on. Never mentioned it to her once. The whole time I lived in Dallas. Mm I didn't invite them to a concert. I didn't uh-huh. I didn't even tell them that I was yeah. doing it. And it was a highlight of my life, I would say. And yet you couldn't I don't know. Did she know you were gay then? Well, that was the wishy-washy time where they knew they knew because my whole life story is is very long and complicated, but basically at one point, my mom had found a note that I had written um, after I graduated high school where I was just writing, I love John. I love John on a piece of paper. And my mom saw that. And uh, but after that, I went to one of those gay, you know, help you not be gay anymore sort of things. Wait and a minute, so wait when a I I think I knew this, but we're going to we're going to circle back to this. But finish the story. Well, I mean, so I did that. And then when I came back. I, I told them, okay, look, guys, um, I still am attracted to men, but I'm just going to be celibate. And I, and I just hid every gay thing that I was doing from them as best I could. So I don't know what they thought. Maybe the whole time they're like, yeah, whatever. He's screwing men. I don't know. I, we didn't have that conversation. But the whole time I lived in Dallas, mm-hmm. I never told them I had boyfriends. I didn't mention Turtle Creek Corral. I didn't do any of that stuff. I, you know, I told them I was going to church and I was a good Christian boy and all that kind of stuff and didn't mention it. But then after I moved back to Arkansas and I met Mark, that's when I told them, you know what? I've basically, I've just said, you know what? I am gay. I was trying to be celibate, but. It, it just isn't working for me and this mm-hmm. is who I am. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we had that conversation. But when I was in Dallas, it was just kind of a don't ask, don't tell sort of thing. Now, here's my question. So I don't have a question. Let me just make a statement here. So everyone should know the end of that story is the next day Adam tells us that right after he recorded that episode of The Gay, he called his mom and he told her. I texted her. You texted but yeah. her. You texted her. And you even sent her a link to some of the videos mm-hmm. and you you told her what happened. And then I want you to say something. I want you to tell them exactly what she wrote back to you. Well, I expected more from her, to be honest, because I will. I will. I thought, I, yeah, go ahead. What did she write? Well, uh, she I don't remember exactly. She uh, was it a text or a phone call? Because she said, uh, let me see if I have it right here. Um, because when I heard this, I had a different reaction than you did on your show. So I want to see what you say here. She said, well, okay, I'll just summarize because I can't find the text. But she said something along the lines, oh my gosh, son, that's so beautiful. I guess there was a lot we missed while you were in Dallas, a lot of your life that we missed. And that was kind of, that was kind of all she said. And then I did call her on the phone and we talked a little bit, but, and I just said, oh yeah, I'll, I'll have to share some CDs with you and DVDs. And she said, yeah, I'd like that. But that was basically it. I mean, it was it wasn't a long 
I'm, you know, I don't know. I, I just took it as being so nonchalant from her, but maybe I just, I don't know. What so, do you think? Well, on this geeky gay, he's like, because what happens is uh, Gary from uh, Portland <laughs> called you or wrote to you. I, I, I so hear his voice in my he head. He tweeted. Oh, he tweeted. I, but Gary, yeah. Gary from Port Oregon has this very distinct voice. So no matter what, whether he writes it or says it, I hear his voice saying it. Adam, <laughs> I think you should tell your mom. I can't do it in his voice. But anyway. Uh, Neither can I, and I'm Southern. Yeah. So it, it He has a very specific drawl and a very low, right. deep voice. Anyway, uh, he – so that's when you explain, well, actually, I did call my mom. And you're like, okay, now let's go to it. So you're like – and then she said, well, I guess we'll never have those years back, will we? All right, Kathy Bacon called. And I was like, what? This is like <laughs> – Well, this- what do you say? I took it. I took it as very nonchalant. She oh, didn't really burst into tears or or anything like that. But I mean, if you really, you know, maybe I expect too much. I mean, maybe saying we missed a lot of your life yes. was her way of saying, you know, that they she's sad about that, and yes. and that would have been very special. And yes, you know. Anyway, all right, Adam Bird, what is going on in your life? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Well, the main thing that has been going on for the past week is, uh, and we have, well, other than the food segment that we're going to have, mm-hmm. is my dog had surgery, mm-hmm. and it was it's a pain in the butt because she doesn't, she has to wear a cone mm-hmm. around her head, and she doesn't like that, and she sleeps with us, so it makes it even more difficult because Now we not only have this dog in bed with us, but she's got this big cone on her head. So when she moves around, it, you know, rustles the covers and I don't know, she wants to come up and lick us and she hits us in the head with the cone and it's just, and she doesn't like it. The first couple of days she wouldn't even move. So she had the cone on and she would just, she would literally just stand there in the same place until we picked her up and moved her because she didn't like to move around in it. That's really like, it really is like hanging out with Lori. What you just described right there. <laughs> and Mark, Mark has bought her two additional cones because he was trying to find ones more comfortable mm-hmm. because she needed to wear this thing for two weeks, for 14 days. And we're only, I guess we're maybe five days in at this point. So we've still got nine days left of oh agony. Gosh. Okay. So he's been buying all these different, well, it's two, but he may be ordering another one because he was showing me another one last night. So he's been ordering all these different cones. Mm-hmm. And then there's the medicine. They gave us these antibiotics. And she's a small dog and she only eats tiny little kibble is what you would call it. Mm-hmm. And she's she very particular. She on Weight Watchers? How many points is that? <laughs> right. Well, you would think she's such a she's such a persnickety eater. Is that a, that's not the right word? But I like the word persnickety. So I mean, I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, she'll sometimes we'll put food down and she'll just kind of walk up to it and be like, eh, uh-huh. and walk away and go do something else. My parents' dog, on the other hand, you put anything down that even is halfway edible, mm-hmm. and he's eating it in fifteen seconds. Mm-hmm. She's very, you know, particular. And she does this other weird thing where it's fitting that, you know, I have a crazy dog, I suppose. So she, she'll she go up to the bowl and she'll get a little bit of the, the dog food 
and she'll take it out of the bowl with her mouth and drop it on the carpet next to the bowl. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she'll eat it from the carpet. And then every oh. bite that she takes, she grabs from the bowl. She drops it on the carpet. And when we first got her, she would grab it, walk a little bit away from the bowl, drop it and eat it there. And then walk back to the bowl, <laughs> grab a little bit, walk back. I mean, I think she's a puppy mill dog and I think it damaged her or something. Okay. So anyway, but she only eats small food. Uh-huh. Well, these antibiotic pills look like horse pills or there's big pills. Okay. We tried everything we could think of to get her to – I tried putting it in a treat, but the treat was too big. Mm-hmm. And so she – you know, and so she would chew around the, the pill and then spit the pill out. Mm-hmm. I tried – it was a capsule, so I tried opening it up and pouring the powder into mm-hmm. a little bit of, of a smaller treat, but mm-hmm. then she could taste it. So then she spit it out because she didn't like the taste. Oh, my gosh. And then we read – well, you can just open their mouth really wide and put it stick, basically shove Ugh. it down their throat. Ugh. So you take the pill and you shove it to the back of their throat and then you hold their mouth closed and rub the neck <laughs> so that they have to swallow it. And first of all, it feels like I'm torturing my dog. But yeah. second of all, even then she would take her tongue and somehow get the pill basically, you know, spit it out. And we finally got it in one day and she got her to swallow it. And then 15 minutes later, she threw up. <gasps> so I called the vet and I said, this is like, ni- this is a nightmare. I mm-hmm. I don't think we're, and we had probably seven or eight days worth of antibiotics we needed to give her twice a day. Oh my gosh. And so she says, well, we have some other options. We have a, a drop. We have a liquid that you can use a dropper and just put it on their tongue. And she said, or we have a shot. And I was like, what? Why didn't you tell me? She said, we have, we have a one-time shot what? that you can that you can do, and that's it. You won't have to do anything. I'm like, why did you not tell me? Well, it's a little bit more expensive. It's 50 bucks. I'm like, 50 bucks, please. Yeah. Girl, We're doing I'm, a shot. I'm in the 1% of Arkansas. No, I, didn't, I did not say that. But. Future state of Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. No, no, no. So in the chat room, Lauren says, why not start with liquid? No. If I have a one-time shot over seven days of trying to put something in her mouth, I don't care if it's liquid. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is so finicky and so difficult. And, uh, oh, oh, I see. She says versus the pill. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess the liquid was more expensive. They didn't give me options. They just gave us medicine. And they didn't tell us they were, there were other options. So I'm not really sure why they started with the most hugest horse pill for my shih tzu anyway regardless that that's what we've been dealing with for the past five or six days is you know just this thing and then you know and then we've got to deal with they sent off it was a mole but kind of a nasty looking pink mole that was growing pretty fast almost like a tumor or something on the outside of her leg and even though there's probably nothing they could do if it was cancer, we went ahead and had them send it off. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit I'm a little bit nervous about the results. Oh my god! You know, or, or whether they're going to come back and be like, "Yep, it's a uh, stage six a leg stage, cancer, a stage that doesn't exist." You know, this leaves an and, interesting question though. Do you swallow Mark's load? 
where did that come from? Yes, I always I, I'm a swallower in general. Mm-hmm. So I mean, why waste? Mm-hmm. But uh, but I don't know how that's related. So that's it. Yeah. So now we have to wait on we have to wait on the results and see if she's going to die. She's not going to die. And, You're so uh, silly. She's in a mole. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of the Adam Byrne segment. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da. All right. Adam, you ever hear of this uh, Michael's? I'm going to have to believe. Oh, you ever hear of Michael's? Yes. The craft store, you mean? The craft store. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, so- we only have a Hobby Lobby here close by, and I've been chastised by the gay community oh, not, you're not going to get any chastising here. In fact, let me tell you, I've converted someone who was like that. I go to Hobby Lobby for all my framey needs, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, any kind of uh, framing that I need done, I go to this Hobby Lobby, right? They do a great job, and they're cheaper than Michael's, okay? And John Paul used to chastise me about that. And then re- I guess recently he must have broken down, and he called me. This, this past weekend, he called me. He goes, I just took something to get framed, like like custom framing at Michael's. I mean, at Hobby Lobby. I guess how much it was. I go, I don't know. Tommy, I made a guess. I don't remember if I was wrong or right. And he goes, it was only $130. I go, I know. <laughs> that is ridiculous. It's so good. And the quality is so good. You're not going to get that argument from me. Right? Okay. Well, uh, yes, but I know what Michael's is because it's similar. Yeah. I mean, it's same it's, same store, basically. But shittier. At least what I do in the framing part is shittier. Anyway, uh, the only thing I like about Michael's more than Hobby Lobby is they're open on Sundays. You know? Yeah. So anyway, so Betty, you know Betty? I don't know her, but that's your mom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she decides, you know, they're very careful about this coronavirus. And and Michael's offers curbside pickup, okay? They offer curbside pickup. I don't remember what craft she was doing, right? But she places an order online. And they say, okay, great. You know, you can do curbside pickup. We'll email you when it's ready. And then you can come over to the store and park in this designated parking spot and call this number and somebody will bring it out to your car. So she places her order. I don't know what it is. And uh, they get the email. Your order is ready. She drives with my dad over to Michael's. They park in the designated spot. They see the number on the sign. Beep, 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 boop. They call the number. Woman answers. And she's like, hello, welcome to Michael's. And she's like, hi, this is Betty Batance. I'm here for my curbside pickup. And she woman goes, we don't offer curbside pickup. <laughs> and my mom's like, well, yes, you do. Because I just went on your website. I placed an order. They emailed me. And she goes, we don't, we don't do curbside. She's like, I'm sitting in your parking lot in front of a Michael's sign that told me to call this number. And she goes, ma'am. We do not offer curbside pickup. So I'm 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 debating in my head. It's funny either way. It's funny mm-hmm. either way. But yeah. as because the the pandemic has really forced stores to do things that they were not used to doing. Most of these stores did not have pickup prior to the pandemic. Walmart sure. did. Yeah. And some other, you know, fast food places and whatever. And so there are some where it's just shitty and they have done horrible job training their employees and they don't know and they forget Mm -hmm. about you or they don't know they do it. Whataburger, Mm -hmm. they told us 
oh, well, we don't support you coming through the drive-thru for this. And I was like, you have a sign right there next to oh, your head yeah. that says, please come through yeah. the drive So I'm debating whether it was a shitty Michaels experience or because I know Betty tends to make mistakes as well. So I, I don't know which you. this is going. I, I don't know which yeah. way this is going. That's but a very good way, point. That's a very good point. Betty, it wouldn't be like if I said my mom called Michael's sandwich shop and, you know, that wouldn't be shocking. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Betty, Betty hates, she's kind of like Lawson in this way. She hates being told she's wrong. Flies into a rage. Pulls the Does sign. she also completely write them off at that point and never speak to them again? Because I hear that's a Lawson thing as well. <laughs> Uh, the the views expressed by Adam Burns do not necessarily reflect the uh, oh, views of throwing down. <laughs> but I love you, Mike. Yeah, you're gonna get a Mike lawsuit anyway. Uh, she Betty gets out, rips the sign off of the of the I don't know the the pole or whatever, and marches into the Michaels what? with the sign. <laughs> To show this woman, and then they call a manager, and the manager's like, well, here's the thing, and I don't know why the website let you do that. We don't do curbside pickup after six. And my mom's like, well, why didn't the woman say that? The woman said that they don't do curbside pickup. And he's like, I know, I have to talk to her. He's like, and also, if you would have just asked for me, it's an honest mistake, I would have just brought it out to you. But um, Okay, Joe, did she really rip the sign off? That, yes. That's why didn't she take a picture with her phone? That's what I said. Why? Did you, she was, I don't know. I was mad. I didn't think about it. I know. That's what I said too. Why did you just take a picture? Why did you rip the sign off? So anyway, uh, I'm, I'm hoping at least it was one of those temporary. Maybe they'd put up some cardboard signs and not yeah, because like some Betty's more the, permanent thing. Yeah, it's because, not like she's the Incredible Hulk. All but I'm getting a, I'm getting a picture of you know those metal signs. She literally like grabbed it, pulled it out of the ground. Yeah, There's that's a big I, hole in the I wasn't there. That's why I imagine you know. though too. All right, Adam Birds, it's time for the cooking segment this week. Now, as you know, we're always, all through 2021, we're cooking from the Milk Street Cookish Cookbook. Never more than six ingredients. We're supposed to just throw it together. And this week we did, um, oh, I have it on a different page. Um, we did the, uh, what was the, do you know the page number, Adam? I'll find it right now, but... No, I'll have because I, because I've made it. It's usually like you know it'll open up to there. Can you vamp for just a second? Yeah, why? Because I need to go get the cookbook. Okay, you go get the cookbook. I'm gonna vamp. I'm gonna talk about Adam okay. Burns uh, here. So anyway, so we made this uh, recipe. It had sausage. Adam, I will say I seen Adam's picture, and he used a different uh, pasta than I used. I used. And I'd probably for the Italians out there, I'm probably gonna say it wrong. I believe it's called cavatappi cavatappi uh, pasta. Cavatappi? Am I saying it right? Uh, and it has um, it has a weird ingredient in it. We're gonna talk about that in a second. One that I was suspicious of, but it has it calls for stone ground mustard. So it has stone ground mustard, um, Italian sausages that you just take the sausage and you just take the bulk sausage out of the uh, the casing and you, you 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 know serve it up in a skillet and then you toss find it, it. The, yeah no I haven't found it yet which is funny because every time I'm doing I'm in here I'm, I, I run across this pasta this recipe 
Because page 120, that's correct. Oh, someone said that? Okay. Page, oh, yeah, page 120. There it is. It's called. It's on page 120 of Cookish called Pasta with Sausage, Onion, and Grainy Mustard. Uh, so I posted my picture last week. Adam, you posted your picture yesterday. You used the... Did you use the shells that they used? Because I used a cavatappi pasta. Well... And and you're what? Oh, you sorry, cavatelli, cavatelli pasta. You didn't use. You used cavatappi. Yeah, cavatelli is what it said here. But it calls for cavatelli. Yeah, you're right. I used cavatappi. Oh, you used the wrong pasta. I used the wrong pasta. I, I misread. So it. did I. But that's a whole story. So I'm a little bit out of breath because I went up and down the stairs, mm-hmm. and I'm still fat. Okay. Whew. So I'm sorry. But uh, no, th- there was drama because. First of all, I never remember to make a list for myself before I go to the grocery store. Okay. And with with this being an actual book, I don't have I can't just quickly go online and Google what, you know, the recipe and find it when I'm in the store. If I don't have a picture of the recipe, then I'm I'm out of luck or I haven't made a list. Mhm. So we went to the store, our normal grocery time, and I had planned on getting the ingredients, and I realized I hadn't written down the ingredients, and I didn't know what it was. So that was the me? first bit of drama. I guess I could have done that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think of it. I was like, ah, oh, crap. I'm going to have to go to the store tomorrow because I don't have the book with me, and I can't Google it. I don't know why I didn't think of calling you. Anyway, regardless, next time. So... The next day, also FYI, sorry, FYI for also future reference. If I if I don't answer, I'm not home. Uh, A few people on the on the Discord they have the book as well, so you could post it in Discord too. If I could ask one of the loyal listeners, just when we talk about a recipe, if you could just quickly take a snapshot of the page and put it in the Discord. Yeah, not a bad idea. Then if I ever forget, I could just. Go to the Discord because I have the Discord app on my phone. Well, also anyone who wants to cook the the recipe and doesn't have the book, because all these books are all these recipes are really short, so you could they, they'll fit on one page. It's not it's not super involved. So mm-hmm. I I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna have to go back to the store tomorrow. So mm-hmm. then we went to the store, and surprisingly, and I know I've I said this last time, but surprisingly. You know, it's supposed to be six simple ingredients. Yeah. For for these recipes. Yeah. But both times, both weeks, mm-hmm. I've had a challenge getting the ingredients that it called for. So this week, we started. Uh, we started by well, first of all, I knew that we needed orchetti mm-hmm. or whatever it's called, or a kitty, or a kitty. Yeah. I knew we needed that. And I knew that yes on Sunday when we went to the grocery store. So we looked, no orchetti in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the alternate thing because I didn't have the book with me, so I didn't know the alternate. I just remembered orchetti, and I remembered having that at Olive Garden, and I knew what it was. They didn't have it. So then yesterday we thought, okay, we will go to Harps. That's a more local grocery store. And surprisingly, sometimes when Walmart doesn't have an ingredient, Harps will have it. So we went to Harps. No Orchetti at Harps. Nor did they have the suggested um, replacement, which is Cavatelli. Mm-hmm. They did which not I have got that wrong. either. Yeah, I got wrong. I got Cavatelli. 
they did have a cavatappi, but that yeah. wasn't what. And I was trying to be true yeah. to the recipe. True. Very good point. Yeah. So then we got the chives and the rosemary and the grainy mustard at Harps, but then we went to Sam's because we thought, okay, maybe Sam's will have the Orchetti. Oh, also, I need, I wanted, um, chicken or turkey sausage. I okay. didn't want the regular pork sausage because I'm trying to stick yeah. to Weight Watchers. Fair and, enough. You know, whatever. Fair. I think it's a fair they replacement. Did, yeah. They didn't have that at Harps either, but that's not the fault of the recipe. I'm trying to revise it just a little bit so that I am less calories. Okay. You know, or whatever, less points. Okay. So Sam's didn't have any of it. Sam's had none of it. Mm-hmm. So then we had to go to the other Walmart, the Supercenter, yeah. because that's not what we went to yesterday. So I had to go to three different stores yesterday. Oh my gosh. None of them had Orchetti or Cavatelli. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I think I would have trouble finding Orchetta and uh, Cavatelli pasta. I feel like, okay, maybe I would need to go to a specialty Italian shop where they specialize in all these different shapes of pasta. And so I had bought small shells for the last recipe in case I couldn't find Orzo. Mm -hmm. So I used those. Okay. Um, the recipe, I, I will say that, oh, and I did find, um, at Walmart, I found turkey, sweet Italian turkey sausage. Okay. So I will say this, um, first of all, Mark did not like it at all. Really? Interesting. Okay. He doesn't like mustard and he doesn't like onions. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, but his other, his other complaint, other than just the taste not being to his liking, what, and he calls me picky because I don't like seafood, but I swear to God, there are lots of things he don't, he doesn't like. I think we're both picky, yeah. but he thinks he's not picky and I am, but whatever. So the other complaint that he made, which I kind of agree with, is there's too much pasta for the amount of meat. And it seems like it's almost a side, almost like a pasta salad or something rather than an actual entree because there's there's not much now if you're a vegetarian or you're a person he said there's so many carbs and i feel like i need another piece of meat on the side or something because there's because when you do a pound of pasta with a pound of meat there's a lot more pasta once you boil the pasta and all it's very much more volume of pasta so i thought the flavor was good but i did think there it felt more like a side and there wasn't enough meat for the amount of pasta so what's that funny? Yeah. So what's funny, and I, I don't, I'm not blaming you. I think this is what I think happened here, is I actually at the local Stater Brothers supermarket chain out here, where they actually have a butcher, an actual butcher at Stater Brothers. They actually have in the case bulk Italian sausage without mm-hmm. the casing, so you can just get a, you know, a, almost like ground beef, right? So I just did that, and I think they went a little over. So I felt there was the right amount of balance or maybe even too much meat in mine. Maybe it has to do with the shape of the pasta too. I don't, I don't know. The other thing too is I actually made this recipe twice because I think I had bought, maybe I had enough pasta left over. Cause I think you only use a pound of pasta, right? Or I don't know what it was, but I had, I had leftovers. Well, what happened was the first time I thought I had stone ground mustard and I did, but I didn't have enough for the recipe. So when I first made it, when I first made it, it was I. I didn't even have enough for that the recipe called for, but I still made it, and I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of bland. But the second time I made it, I went out and got the mustard. I actually got the ricotta cheese, and I made it properly. And that's the one that's in the photo. And I'm gonna tell you something. They said that the, the ricotta cheese is an option. I'm gonna tell you. I think it it needs it. 
I can I can I did not use the ricotta because again on Weight Watchers that would have been a lot of points. Yeah. So um, I didn't I didn't bother with that since it was only a suggestion, but I do I do agree that it might have improved it with the ricotta. I didn't hate sure. it. I like I like the other recipe. The one you chose, the soup is amazing, right? Yeah, the soup is really good. Yeah. Uh, this one, I would give it if the, if the soup is an eight, maybe I would give this maybe a six. I liked it. I enjoyed it, but the, I enjoyed it the second time. Would I make it again? Yeah, but I'd probably make it again as a side. I don't I don't disagree with you that it's more of a side than it would be a meal. You know, it'd probably be a meal for one person. If one person ate <laughs> Well, I mean, it's so much pasta, though. I mean, it's, yeah, a, it's a lot true. of pasta. Good point. I don't know. Maybe if, I think you could doctor it up. I think the ricotta was would be a, a really good improvement. But I think you could also add Parmesan. You could add, you know, whatever. Something to... To cut through that mustard. To cut through the mustard and, and more meat. Yeah. More yeah, meat. He, but he, I mean, I didn't hate it. I would give it probably a five or yeah. a five and a half. Yeah. If I, yeah. But I, I like mustard, though. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to like mustard because the sauce is mustard. It is mustard and like grilled onions. Okay, so now it's your yeah. turn to pick a recipe this week. Adam Burns, why don't you go ahead and do that for us? What are we doing? All right, well, I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. Between there's one that's really close. Uh, there's one that's really close to to it. Page 125. It's chili soy noodles with bok choy and peanuts. Ooh, that sounds good. Okay. Or mm-hmm. uh, page 138, which is a more of a breakfast dish, vermicelli omelet with spinach and pecorino. They both sound good. I can already tell you my father would not eat this. Because he's like, I'm not going to pass off a breakfast, right? So even though that looks really good, I wish... Maybe, you know, I could make it and take it to my brother's house and eat at my brother's house. Oh, this is... That sounds actually very tempting. I'm, so I'll let you choose either one of those two. God, I'm, they both sound really good. I'm going to actually go with... I think I like the idea of going to my brother's house with it. Let me see. What's the other one? Let me go to the other one, though. Hold on. 125, you said? Yeah, 125. Chili, chili soy, soy noodles, noodles with bok choy and peanuts. Just because it's quicker, I don't have to go to my brother's. I'm going to go with the chili soy noodles with bok choy and peanuts. Okay. All right, 125. So everyone, it's page 125. Uh, if someone who owns the, I guess I could do it too, but if, if someone had it right now, uh, could take a photo of that page um, and post it in the Discord. People who, if you don't own the book, you could follow along. Uh, and, uh, or it would, and then Adam's at the supermarket, he can look at it. All right. Sounds very good. So by the next time, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put this on you, Yeah, but, but if, but I would say the next recipe that we do, we've done, a, we've done, this will be the third pasta dish. No, in I already, row. I already know what we're doing. It's not pasta. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Cause I was going to say, I, I think I've got us stuck in a pasta, right? No, 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 no. I can and, already uh, tell you right now. The next one has no pasta. I'm going to tell you has no pasta. I made it. And I was bowled over by how good it was. Okay. And it's super easy. All right. All right. Well, that's the cooking segment right here on Throwing Down. Okay. Adam Burns, what else is going on in your neck of the woods? There's not much else going on. I, they're, they're, I'm, we're trying to organize this uh, ski trip. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just wanted to get your thoughts. I'm going to do it. I mean, sure. I've already decided I'm going to do it, but 
I kind of feel bad about it. And, you know, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it because what happened, my stepfather and I really both like to snow ski. Sure. And every year he asked me to go on a ski trip. Mm -hmm. And so back in, I don't know, September or October, he said, hey, why don't we go on a ski trip this this winter? Wait, this is your stepdad, not your uncle. My stepdad, right. And I mean, my mom would be going and Mark is going and everything. It's now I have gone just with my stepdad before, but it would be kind of a family trip. But your uncle's not going. And my uncle is not going. No. And we didn't know at the time because we didn't know how much longer COVID was going to be a big deal. We didn't know exactly when people were going to be able to get their their shot or their vaccine. We didn't know when the vaccine was going to come out. We didn't know any of that. So I said, well, we'll go ahead and buy the plane ticket, but we reserve the right to cancel, you know, should we need to. Now, theoretically, (laughs) we probably should be saying right now, well, we really need to cancel. But I, I feel bad because A, they're not getting any younger, my parents that is, and I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to ski and skiing is an outdoor activity, so really the only risk is the airport and the plane. And if we're double masked, uh, I hear that the plane itself is not really a, as risky as people think and that a restaurant is much more risky than a plane. Mm-hmm. And it seems like my parents may be able to get the vaccine before we go. Mark and I will not, but it seems like my parents may be able to. So. I've just been wishy-washing back and forth, but but proceeding as if we're going to go, basically. And it's coming up February 28th is when we're doing it. So I've just been, we've been having conversations. We've been, you know, trying to figure out what we're going to do. But I've, I think I've come to the conclusion, we're just going to go. We're going to risk it. And I don't know, maybe I'm being a horrible person. I'm not really sure. You know, maybe it's totally irresponsible of me to do that. But I am going to tell them we're not going to eat at any restaurants while we're there. We're only going to cook in the condo that was rented. So I don't know. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Well, first but... of all, you should take cookish from you with you and cook some recipes yeah. there while you're there. Yeah. Six ingredients for it together. So, well, my first question before I give you my thoughts is what, what is it? Has Mark weighed in? What does Mark think? He probably thinks it's a bad idea, but he's going to go along with whatever I say. Okay. So. I don't know. That that is a very tricky one. We're at this stage now where it's very tricky. I would definitely say them getting their first shot. In a perfect world, they would have their first and second shot. And then a week later after that, but that's not, that wouldn't, even if they got it today, that wouldn't happen, you know? Yeah, right. Because it's February 28th. So, yeah. So, uh, but like, I think the safest thing is like a week or two after your second dose. That's when you're like in the clear. But But, that doesn't protect us because I've heard even after someone's had the shot, they can still, they don't know, transmit. They They don't know yet. They don't know yet. So the, the, the jury is out on that. So I would say if you don't I, I, like, I, I think the idea like that you're going, if you, if you, I mean, if you're doing what you say you're going to do and the fact that you care and, and are you going to get your um, mom and your stepdad to wear their Democrat masks in public and stuff? 
Well, yeah. I mean, they've been saying that they are wearing a mask. So, so I've, I'm believing what they're saying that they are wearing a mask when they go to the grocery store and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you have to wear a mask. And I believe, I don't know if this new federal mandate covers airplane or airports or not, but I think it does. It I think you does, have to yeah. wear a mask at an airport. I imagine an airport's federal so, property. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and we're going to, Mark and I have discussed double masking while we're in the airport and on what the about plane. A, what about a plastic shield with a mask? Would you do that instead of double masking? I would, although that's a little bit more embarrassing. But yeah, I mean, I would consider doing something like that. And anything to basically, my mom, you know, it's funny because my mom said, honey, why are you so fearful? You know, because she's, she's one of these people. She's like, God is going to protect us, honey. Mm -hmm. Why are you so fearful? Do you not trust in the Lord? You know, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. One of those things. And I said, mom, I said, we wear seatbelts. Do you tell me? Why don't you just trust in the Lord, honey, and not wear a seatbelt? He'll protect you. Don't tell me that. Mm-hmm. We wear a seatbelt to be responsible citizens and do what we're supposed to do to stay safe. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, God, God protects those who protect themselves. She's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm also, sorry. Also, like, yeah. So there's a story you you often hear at church. I'm sure you've heard this story at church. I feel like it's in the church greatest hits, funny stories that the preacher tells, where there's a a a, a, a big flood. And a man is standing on his roof because the water is so high, right? And the water's going up and up. And a, some people come by in a boat and they're like, uh, hey, you, you, you need uh, us to give you a oh, lift? Yeah. And he's like, no, God's going to save me. And then, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm making shit up here, everyone. But like a canoe comes by. Like, you don't need help? And like, nope, God's going to save me. And a helicopter, sir, do you need us? Nope, God's going to save me. And then finally, the, the guy dies. Yeah. Right? And he goes to heaven. He's like, God, I thought, you know, I was on stuck over this, this, uh, this, uh, you know, I was there. I thought you were going to save me. He goes like, I sent you a boat. I sent you a canoe. I sent you a helicopter. What else do you need? It's kind of like that, you know, like God right. is trying to save you. Say, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Right. Wear your Democrat. No, I agree. Mask. Now, actually, that's a perfect story. If my mom brings it up again, because we've actually, our preacher at our church has told that exact story before. Mm hmm. So I'm I'm just going to regurgitate that story to her back to her if she says it again. But I think maybe I can. She does wear a mask, but I think she's just got it in her head that, well, you know, God's going to protect us. And if it's our time to go, it's our time to go. You know, that sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. so it's but she tells me she's wearing a mask and they are going to get the vaccine. They're on a list. So, you know. And I'm just going to put my foot down and say we're not going to restaurants because that is ridiculous. That yeah. is needless. We yeah. can cook food in the condo. Yeah. And I think, you know, the snow skiing, it's outdoors. So mm-hmm. I feel like for the most part, as long as you're not huddling up close to people in line or something, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you're okay there. SDC says it really comes down to how the ski hills are handling everything. Yeah. I'm like, what if you're in line for like the lift and all that? Well, in the lift line, I'm, I'm, my assumption is they must – I don't know this, but I would assume, what, since most other places are doing it, that they enforce you need to be six feet apart. Mm-hmm. And you know, we'll have to carry – we will have to carry hand sanitizer so that after we touch the ski lift and, you know, the – the thing that you're riding on, the lift, when we hold on to the handles and stuff, we'll have to use, um, you know – yeah. Whatever I said, antibacterial. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I think, look, 
obviously the best thing to do is to stay at home. But if I, I would say to me the the deal breaker is actually your uh, parents getting that first vaccine shot. Uh, so w- what you said looks like it's going to happen. What do you what 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 what's going on? Well, they just don't know when because they're on a list, but they're waiting for a callback. So. So it's funny that you say that. This segues perfectly into my next story, which is so here in LA County. I don't know how how's it working in Arkansas right now. Where are you guys at on the vaccine in Arkansas? Well, we're not. Mark and I are not eligible yet, so I'm not really sure exactly. But mm-hmm. I think the uh, must be that the state has a number you can call or something or, and, and they're, they're doing it at hospitals and medical clinics, but I think some of the pharmacies are also doing it now. Mm-hmm. But, but basically if you meet the criteria, mm-hmm. you have to call a number and then they put you on a list mm-hmm. and you get an appointment once they have a, like a space available for yeah. you or whatever. All right. I haven't gone through the process, so I'm not real sure, but so, that's what they told me. Yeah. So here in LA County, as long as you're 65 or older, you're eligible for the shot. Okay. Now, my yeah. parents' actual insurance, though, is doing the 75 and older. But through the, through the county and the state, you can get it at 65 and older. But you have to sign up. And they have this website that is not very well designed. Okay. Where mm-hmm. they just throw appointments up and then people just grab them, these appointments. Okay. And what my parents don't get, and I think your parents are the same way, I think a lot of older people, that's why I'm saying this is really bad because these websites are not designed for older people who aren't used to this. So my parents just think, you just call a number and someone goes, hello, vaccine clinic. And then they go, hi, this is Betty Batanz. I'd like to have a vaccine appointment for Monday. Okay, sounds good. We'll see you then. Now, my mom actually had to do it for her brother who's older in his 80s. Yeah. And with her insurance, that's exactly how it worked. Right, but they're doing only seventy-five and older. Through LA County, they have a website. They have a number that no one ever answers. Because my parents, for the past few days, have been trying the number. They go, Joey, we call every morning, and no one calls back. Right? I'm like, you have to keep calling. One, two. On the website, super, my parents could never get the right website in. Then it's super confusing, and because I've, I'm going to cut to the chase here. I've had to do this for them. Right? Okay. So then there's a page that has all the different times. They just come they just come and go, you know? And when there's appointments. And then almost like if you're trying to buy, like, concert tickets that are hard to get, you have to click on it. And then you have to fill out a long application every single time. Before the timer runs out. No timer. Or something. Oh, okay. Because on Ticketmaster, you have to fill it out before the timer runs out. There, there is a timer. It's called beating everybody else, right? So uh, you have to fill it out before the timer runs out, or before someone else takes it. Because then, And then once you fill the application, then you go, here are the available times. And more often than not, they go, all the times are gone. And then you got to start all over again, right? So uh, I talked to my friend Mercedes yesterday, and she told me about how she got her parents the vaccine appointment. But she had to basically refresh, 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 do the whole thing. And they got them on different days yeah. and different places. It's a whole, you're not going to get it together, whatever, right? But she also told me stories about how there's also just extra vaccines so that if you just go, like, if you, let's say you and Mark went, but only you had an appointment. If Mark was there, they'd be like, ah, we'll just give it to you now anyway, right? So I tell my parents this morning, listen, you're going to have to – I just tell what you just tell you. You have to refresh every single time. You're going to be like, no, we're not going to do that. That seems too hard. We're not going to do that. And I – 
But, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention this. Today, I don't know what happened. It wasn't like this yesterday. It wasn't like this two days ago. It wasn't like it three days ago. My dad woke up this morning with a big fucking bug up his ass that he needed to get the vaccine. Like, literally, like, panicking. I don't know. Yesterday, he was fine. Today, panicking that he needed the vaccine. Okay. Right? And so, this leads to a heated, very heated conversation where I just storm off. Okay? So, to prove them wrong, because nothing, nothing to do with them proving somebody wrong, I go to the website. I don't know what happened, what luck I have. I only refresh twice. There's one right better house that pops up. I fill out the application. I put my dad's information, blah, 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 do everything I have to do. He has an appointment tomorrow for 1030 in the morning. I go and do the same thing. Oh. My, yeah. I go and do the same thing for my mom. All the appointments gone. Right? Oh. So I go downstairs and I tell my dad, hey, check your email. And he goes, why? And I go, I got you a vaccine shot for tomorrow, 1030. What about your mom? They were all gone. I was only able to get you. He flips the fuck out. He gets more anxious. No, 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 no. Uh, your mom should have it. I don't want it. I'm going to call them and have them uh, switch it to your mom. And I'm like, mom's like, no, I want you to have it, blah, 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 blah. And they're like fighting with each other. But who's going to take it? And then I go, guys. Because then my dad's like panicking, pacing. I go, instead of pacing, refresh the page and then do it for mom. No, 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 no. And then they went upstairs and then they, they were trying to do it on their iPads. Adam. There are pages and pages. Like, well, you need to have a keyboard or a laptop. Yeah, you have a desktop yeah. or a, iPad's not going to cut it. Then they because on a tablet you're like, a, yes, yes, D. You don't have that a, kind of time. Yeah, you, you don't know. have that time. By the way, the form was still up on my computer. The page. They were in their room on their personal laptops. They go, just go to my computer. It's already up there. What is it? VaccinateLAcounty.gov. Nope, VaccinateLAcounty.com. Right, uh, and. I, I keep going and going, right? Finally, again, we get in a fight. Because I'm like, just go to my office. No! So then I went to the office. Boom. Right when I refresh, there's another appointment. But I just grab it. I don't even look at it. It's going to grab it. Yeah. Eight, eight in the morning tomorrow. Right? Grab it, fill it up, blah, 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 blah. She gets it. Right? And I go in the room. I go, Mom, check your email. I got you a vaccine appointment. I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. My dad goes, oh, good. He goes, where is it? I go, I don't know, but I think it might be far because I didn't even look. And he and he goes, he goes, I don't care if I have to drive your mom to the ends of the earth. We will take her to that vaccine appointment. I'm like, okay, great. My mom goes, great. Got the email. It's in Lancaster tomorrow at eight. Before I say anything, Lancaster is 90 minutes away from here. It's a 90 minutes okay. away. What? No, 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 no. I'm not doing That's that. That's closer than the ends of the earth, Joe. That That is much closer than the ends of the earth. I said literally one second ago, you just said you would go to the <laughs> ends of the earth. He goes, yeah, but then I won't make it time for my appointment, which he actually would have. But he goes, I wouldn't make it in time for my appointment. And I go, then I'll drive her. No, 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 no. And then they're, they're not freaking out because they're not on the right time. Anyway, long story short, I came back here. I think because it's so far away, I was able to... The way they did it was weird. And so there we had afternoon appointments. I switched it to the afternoon. She canceled the morning one. So now they're going, they're going actually, hers is two days later in the afternoon now, but they're going to go tomorrow together to his, see if they'll give her her shot with his. If not, then they'll just go to Lancaster two days from now. But like, I just love it. Like I would drive to the ends of the earth. Well, that doesn't sound incredibly difficult. It's just like getting a, 
a ticket on Ticketmaster or something. Yeah, yeah. You just have to keep sitting there and refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. something pops up. Yeah. I, I think that almost sounds, you know, I, I wish I was 75. Well, I don't really wish I was 75. No, but if I, they were, no, if they were 75, then they could just call their insurance and their insurance. Oh. Yeah. So like, for instance, for my uncle, my mom just called and they were like, hello, Kaiser, Kaiser vaccine thing. And she's like, my brother's 75. He has he's 81 or something like that. He hasn't been able to get through. Oh, what's his number? What's his? Okay, tomorrow at three, boom, done. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I don't think we have. I think we're not. We don't have a huge. I don't really know actually because they. I our governor was on saying a, a couple of weeks ago saying that the number of people getting the vaccine was lower than they ex- had expected, and so I thought they must have more vaccines than what they thought they were going to need. Mm-hmm. For these, uh, you know, first responders and the medical folks. And so I don't really know how our supply is. I'm not really sure, but I just know that my parents said they, they're waiting on a callback or something. Maybe but I should check. And do you just think, see. yeah, do you think it's just like that where the, cause not Adam, I don't know what it is in Arkansas, but my parents were like yours where they were like, we called. They said they'd call us back. No one's called us back. Right. So maybe it's, the I'm going to look. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if Arkansas was much more backwards than no LA County California. is backwards because Orange County and the other ones they're smooth. Everyone people we know that live in Orange County or in San Bernardino County super easy, but my parents live in LA County. It's a fucking mess. I'm gonna I'll check. I'm just gonna Google it and see what the process is because I because because we're not eligible yet. I really haven't done much research into it because we're both. You know, yeah, way under 60, whatever. Mercedes had to do it for her parents. Uh, Adam Vaught's the same way. His parents are mine, too. They're waiting for a callback, even though in Orange County is pretty easy. You just got to go on and just do it. You just got to – but they're not used to that. They're not used to that way of refreshing and trying to buy tickets. They just think you call a place or you sign up and they call you back. And this is not how it works. All right, Adam Burns, uh, anything else? Have we forgotten anything? Nope. Uh, okay. Well, then we're going to call it a day there. Adam Burns, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at TV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.